935, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Steve Calise, Scalise of Louisiana uh, defeated Jim Jordan for the Republican nomination to be speaker and also replaced Kevin McCarthy, although they voted and uh, they didn't come to an agreement on that. He still does not have the votes to be elected speaker of the House. Let's point out they voted in private. Right. They go behind closed doors. They don't want anybody to see what's going on. So they go behind closed doors. And then you're led to believe. Right. Because I don't think it's officially. Has it been officially publicly released? I mean, that the, the, they don't do the totals. It's not. Now he's got to go out and get the votes publicly. So it's like they go behind closed doors. They do these actions. Mm-hmm. And then. Well, no vote today on the speaker. Yeah. So... So we're going to try again. So isn't it interesting that Republican voters overwhelmingly wanted Jim Jordan? So what do the Republican Party do? Yeah, they go behind closed doors and they nominate Steve Scalise. Well, and and while Steve Scalise may be a fine person, you know, he was certainly obviously, he would be the first I saw this yesterday, I thought this was perfect he would be the first Speaker of the House ever to be recovered, to ever recover from being shot by a Bernie Sanders supporter yeah. I mean, he was famously shot by a lunatic in a in a uh, Congress softball game, yeah. or baseball game or whatever it was, and, and lived and now he has a fairly serious form of blood cancer, I believe mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. um I would say any person who was chosen by Kevin McCarthy Incorporated to be in leadership, which Steve Scalise was, should probably be a giant red flag. Okay, and we're going to get to this it's because here's the thing that I don't understand. Uh, Matt Gates has come out and he said uh, Matt Gates, the guy who spearheaded the uh, you know getting Kevin McCarthy out of there, he's come out and he's fully supporting. Steve Scalise. Well, but may, maybe they, so maybe, it, maybe they, maybe you know, they made here. a deal behind closed doors. We don't know about. Well, and this is the point. And so let's play this out across the board. So let's bring it local. This is why people listen and why people love us, Casey. Let's let's uh, let's bring this back locally on how just two-faced and disingenuous these rules are in government. So you, we mentioned here, the Congress, the Republicans go behind closed doors. There's more than a majority, you know, and they make their choice and they do this debating and fighting. In the state of Indiana, Republicans at the state house do this all the time where the super majorities in the house or Senate will go behind closed doors. They'll have what they call their caucus Mm -hmm. and they'll make all their choices and all the actual fighting and fun and frivolity takes place behind closed doors. If in the state of Indiana, you are a municipal lawmaker. By that, I mean you're a town or city council member or a county commissioner, and you have five people on your board or seven people. If three of you, in the case of there's five, were to be in a room together and discuss town or city business or county business, you have committed an open door law violation and you could get in very serious trouble. So they at the state house or they in the Congress can go behind closed doors and do whatever they want because they write the rules for themselves and you don't get to see it. But if you do it mm-hmm. down the food chain because they write the laws, you could get in very serious trouble. How about that for some transparency? Well, it's not very transparent at all. And the thing is, even Kevin McCarthy said that he wanted them to go behind closed doors and figure this out. He didn't want it on C-SPAN because he didn't like how it looked. He didn't like how it looked, Rob, that the American people can see 
how it's done. No, because they don't want people to see the 15 votes happening. Yeah, they don't want people to see the deal cutting. They the last time, I mean, think about the headache it is, and we all know we've been told by multiple people how angry Jimbo is that we t- come on here all the time and talk about how uh, Jim Banks voted 15 times for Kevin McCarthy because Jim wants the infallible, I'm a conservative, I'm rock solid, you can count on me, I'm a fighter, blah, blah, blah. Well, pretty much every day we come on the show and remind people he voted for Kevin McCarthy 15 times because mm-hmm. they had to do it out in public because the, the they want to walk out this time with an agreement mm-hmm. and say, here's the deal, and then that way people can't be held to account. They don't have to go on radio shows like Jimbo did and tell everybody what a great guy Kevin McCarthy is because that audio and those votes live forever. And they don't want to do that. So they are trying to secure this behind closed doors so that everybody walks out in some form of unison. Right. And they don't get held to account. So this is all branding. They want to have a unified look for everybody. The party's united when it's not because he didn't get the votes. Yeah. And I can tell you there's no way I would be voting for someone who Kevin McCarthy tapped for a leadership position who Kevin McCarthy supported for a leadership position. There's a reason Kevin McCarthy supported this person for leadership. And that reason to me starts with this person is not going to be on the side of you mm-hmm. when, when, you know, the backs are up against the wall and you got to pick a team. So here's the thing. It, none of this matters anyway. Is Steve Scalise willing to shut the federal government down, shut the federal government down in air quotes because they don't actually shut the government down. But is Steve Scalise willing to shut the federal government down to solve the spending issue in this country? If the answer is yes, okay, I'm interested. If the answer is no, then it doesn't matter because you're never going to solve the issue. Okay, well, after securing the nomination, he said his first order of business, no, not to get spending under control, Rob Kendall. Of course not. It's to make clear that we stand with Israel. We have a lot of work to do, Uh, not just in the house for the people of this country, but we see how dangerous of a world it is and how things can change so quickly. Uh, We need to make sure we're sending a message to people all throughout the world that the house is open and doing the people's business, uh, making sure that we're unequivocally standing uh, in our first resolution. Uh, that uh, we pass under Speaker Steve Scalise will be to make it clear that we stand with Israel. The McCall-Meeks resolution will be our first order of business. But obviously there's a lot more work to do. Oh, we have a new Ukraine, Casey, and its name is Israel. Now, another country is more important than you. Do you remember that scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark when Indy is trying to grab the uh, the gold yeah. head uh-huh. on that statue? Mm-hmm. It's like he's trying to get it on there before everything yeah. goes off. That, that's what we're doing yeah. here. We, we've got Ukraine and now the Israel flag. There's a new cause du jour. Man, mm-hmm. if you're uh, Zelensky, you're probably pretty upset right now because you're, you're no longer the... Uh, the favorite son, right? The, the cause du jour. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so Jim Jordan, let's get to him. He's actually supporting Steve Scalise, and he said that he's encouraging his colleagues to do the same. Floor. It's, it's a critical time for the House of Representatives to get back in session, to have a Speaker of the House. Um, you know what's happening with Hezbollah in the north of our dear friend and close ally Israel and what's happened, what's been happening from the south with, with Hamas. So it's important we're back functioning as a House of Representatives. We need a speaker. And Steve is the guy for that. What a, I will continue to ask this question. What if there just was no House of Representatives for, say, five months? <laughs> like, what? what's the worst that would happen? Right. Like, what if they just didn't? What, why don't we try it? 
why don't we say we're going to go one month without a House of Representatives doing anything and just see where we're at? But how about Jim Jordan? He was saying, hey, I'm the guy for the job. That's Nominate correct. me. That's- I can do it. Oh, no, that's not how it works, Casey. They go behind no, closed no, no. doors, and now he's coming out oh, no. saying, nope, he's the guy for the job. Oh, no, Vote Casey. for him. Casey, no, 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 that's not how it works. You you are told what you're going to do. And I think the fact that Jim Jordan is so easily folded probably tells you what sort of fighter he would or would not be. These people want power. Even whoever your favorite politician is, I can assure you, they want power. There may be some that are better than others, but I will, I'll name my own favorite politicians. Rand Paul mm-hmm. likes power. Mm-hmm. I'm not, so we're all in the same little stew here and power and influence are derived from playing the game, right? Very few people die on hills. Matt Gates died on a hill. That was super interesting. He don't care. Mm-hmm. Most people do care and they want to be liked and they want to move up the ladder and they want to be more influential or maintain whatever they have. When did Nancy Mace become such a Billy badass? She was walking around with that A on her shirt. <laughs> you know, she said it was her scarlet letter. So she's a South Carolina representative. Mm-hmm. And I always thought she was kind of establishment-y, but she's she's become pretty tough. She's She, of course, voted to get rid of McCarthy. And now she's come out and said she's not voting for Steve, for, uh, Steve Scalise. Um, you endorsed uh, Jim Jordan, so I'm assuming you voted for Jim Jordan today. If the vote for Speaker were today, would you vote for Steve Scalise? I would not. I plan on voting for Jim Jordan on the floor. Um, I've been very vocal about this over the last couple of days. I personally cannot, in good conscience, vote for someone who attended a white supremacist conference and compared himself to David Duke. I would be doing an enormous disservice to the voters that I represent in South Carolina if I were to do that. So she's being a disruptor. Yeah. Uh, a good. We need more of them. If we can just keep having enough disruptors. I mean, they only need, what, seven or eight disruptors and with I'm the a- Democrats. And then we just don't have a House of Representatives, which would be the best thing for all of us. Because if there's no House of Representatives, they can't keep spending the money, Casey. Well, there's, uh, I believe, about a dozen people who say they won't vote for Scalise. Uh, Thomas Massey, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Chip Roy. Good. They're all. They're all. Just so keep it's, it, it shut down. It's it's gonna be a fight. 